0: You are welcome to Face to Face Podcast. Enjoyed by dynamic teaching ministry of Pastor Teddy Peters, the President of the Nations Assembly Incorporated. This message will take you from where you are to where you ought to be. I've praise your home.
1: Because he first loved you, you recognize his love today and always. He deserves all the praise and glory. It is the same yesterday,
0: today and forever. We give you glory today. And let the people say loud, Amen. I Appreciate the music, team. Please be seated.
1: Hallelujah. Will you help me greet the neighbor and say good morning? Amen. Ask the neighbor, how are you today? The life is great. Hallelujah. I thank God for another opportunity to fellowship with one another, another opportunity to be blessed, and for improvement to be made in our lives through the Word of God. The Word of God never leaves you the same way it met you. And I believe this morning it will leave you the same. Praise the Lord. Um, I'd like to first of all declare to you The word of the Lord for us this month. In 1 Thessalonians chapter one, verse eight, King James Version. First of all, then we're going to read the message translation. It says, "For from you," Paul was writing to the Thessalonian church, so he said to them, "For from you sounded out." The word of the Lord, not only in Macedonia and Achaia, but also in every place, your faith to God's word is spread abroad so that we need not to speak anything. Hallelujah. So the word of the Lord, not only, it didn't sound out only in Macedonia, the regions around them. But in every place, in every place, their faith toward God was spread abroad, so that Paul didn't have to be the one talking about the Thessalonians, the news about them was all over the place, and it is the experience for us this month that the news about us is all over the place. Glory to God! The second um, translation is a message translation, the same verse. I would like to read to you. It says, the word has gotten around. Your lives are echoing the master's word. Not only in the provinces, but all over the place. The news of your faith in God is out. We don't even have to say anything anymore. You are the message. Glory to God. Are we together? So let's just make that confession together. Say with me, the word has have gotten around. My life is echoing the Master's word. Not only around me, but all over the place. The news of my faith in God is out. I don't even have to say anything anymore. I am the message. Say again, I am the message. And we've declared that the month of August is a month of divine expression. Amen. Divine expression. Divine expression. It means that your life is manifesting divinity. That people can see God in you. And they can see God through you. That's what we mean by divine expression. That people can see God in you and can see God through you. There's a a, a song we used to sing. um, um, It's an old song. um, The line says, let the world see heaven in your eyes. Hallelujah. That means that they can see God through you. They can see God through you. People meet you and they say, oh, I just met with God. And this does not apply to a prophet or a man of God or an apostle. It applies to every child of God. I remember a story somewhere in the um, Red Indian settlement, you know, of a certain missionary um, preacher that had been to that place. And from time to time he used to pray for the sick and. Because of the healing in his life, they called him the God-man. Amen. So in the literal translation of, of what they call him, if he translated, he means the God-man. Are you understanding me? So we're going to meet the God-man. The man that prayed for the sick and he recovered. They said, we're going to meet the God-man. So one of those days, somebody was ill and they brought the person to the missionary's house and he was not around. So the translation was that he said, we came to see the Godman. Somebody is dying. And then he said, The Godman is not around. And it was the son that came out. And I said if the Godman is not around, can the God boy pray for him? Amen. Hallelujah. Because all he saw is that they had God in them. Amen. And the God boy prayed for him and he got healed. Amen. Glory to God. What we're saying is that in this month, people will see God in you. When they are looking for God, they will run to you. When they talk about God, it is your story they are talking about. That's what we mean by divine expression. Your life, what is oozing out of your life, is the life of God, the power of God. Everything that God represents is showing up around you and through you. And truly that's what Christianity is. Christianity is not the practice of a religion that carries a Bible. Christianity is the outworking of the God-life. Amen. Are we together? The definition of Christianity is manifesting divinity. That's what Christianity is. Christianity is not a religion. Most of the time, I see believers um, looking after the scripture, or pursuing the scripture, desire the scripture of Mark 16, from the fifteen down to 20. Manifesting in their lives. The Bible says that these signs I follow them. Believe in my name they shall cast devils and so on and so forth. And they say, oh, I want that scripture manifesting in my life. What they fail to understand is that the signs and wonders are not manifesting so that you just have signs and wonders. No, God wants to touch the world. Amen. He wants to touch humanity. And he, he, he has decided that it is through you that humanity will be touched. So, the signs and wonders are not for the apostles. The signs and wonders are not for the prophet. The signs and wonders are not for the evangelist. It's not for the pastor or the teacher. The signs and wonders are for the believers. Say, the signs and wonders are for me. Say it again, the signs and wonders are for me. The prophet had declared in Isaiah, he was talking about the new creation. He was talking about it prophetically. He said, I and the son, the children God has given to me, they are for signs and wonders. He's saying that Jesus is saying that those that belong to me, those of us that are participants in the God life, we are for signs, we are for wonders, Amen. So everyone that has received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior is a partaker of the divine nature. Second Peter one four whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these we might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. It means that we are not. Praying to receive the divine life. We already have it. Amen. We are sharing in the God life. We are fellow distributors of the divine life of God. The world around us don't know God. They know God in us. Hallelujah. The world around us don't know Jesus. They see Jesus in us. In the book of Acts, the fifth chapter, we saw the story of Peter and John. The Bible says that when the people saw the boldness of Peter and John, they knew they had been with Jesus. Meaning that Peter and John were extensions of Jesus Christ. Amen. So they said Peter they saw John. This is the same thing Jesus was doing. And Jesus said to you and I, The work that I do, you shall do also. And greater works than this shall you do. Why? Because you are sharers of this divine life. Say I have the life of God. Say I have the life of God. Say, I am a partaker of the divine nature. You know, we always talk about the fallen nature, the sin nature, the fallen nature, the sin nature. I think we should start talking about the living nature. Amen. We start talking about the glory life that Jesus has made available to us. Many are so conscious of the weaknesses of humanity and they don't understand the strength of the divine nature. Hallelujah. So, some of us, all we've been taught is how the human has limitations. How the human can do this. How we can do this. This is impossible. That is impossible. But we've never read the scripture that with God, all things are possible. What with God means is that with divinity, all things are possible. So it means that when we step into the realm of divinity, we enjoy unlimited possibilities. Amen. Every child of God is a partaker, is a sclerer in that god life. We talked about how Jesus came to share in our humanity. By sharing our humanity, it means that Jesus came to suffer what humans suffer. So that we could also share in his divinity and we could enjoy the glory life. You have been called to the glory life. Amen. You have been called to a life that is above the land of this earth. Understand something about the life of God that God has given to us. This life is superior to anything that any human had ever known. Thank God for Elijah, thank God for Moses, thank God for Isaiah, thank God for all the prophets of old, but none of them were partakers of this God-life. Amen. That's why the scripture tells you, he says, of all men that live, that there's none that was as wise as Solomon, but he that is least in the kingdom is greater than Solomon. Amen. What is he talking about? He's saying that there's a breed of people, a special group, a class of people that God will bring into this world. They will be like God. Hallelujah! They will do the things that only God can do. It is Him that Scripture is talking about. Hallelujah! Salvation is not just a repentance. There is repentance in salvation. And remember that repentance means a change of attitude and action. Now, so, when a man is saved, there's repentance in his salvation. But repentance on its own is not salvation. There are folks that used to smoke and they stopped smoking. It doesn't mean they are saved. There are folks that were on hard drugs and they've been through rehabilitation and they are no more on hard drugs. They've repented from drug intake. It doesn't mean they are saved. Salvation is more than a repentance salvation is not just a change of character. It's a transformation of a life. It's the implantation of the God-life into the human spirit. Amen. See, salvation means that the person is a new creature. It means that he is now born of God. He carries the DNA of God in his spirit. You can trace a man's genealogy by taking his blood sample. In his genes you could see the information of where he's coming from. But the Bible tells us that you are of God. Little children. First John 4.4 4. He's not saying you're on God's side. No, 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 no. You are of God means you are offspring of God. You originated from God. You emanated from God. That means God gives birth to you. He is your father. Hallelujah. You look like him. Amen. What makes God God? is not his size. What makes God God? It's not his voice. What makes God, God, is the kind of life he has. And that life, now you have. Amen. The very essence of God is within you. I believe it was 1 Peter 1.23 where it says, Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, by the word of God that liveth and abideth forever. So the seed that gave birth to you is God's word. Hallelujah. There's no flaw in God's word. Amen. The man that gave birth to you, but I had a flaw in his seed. Whatever this could affect the heart. That's how genetic diseases are transferred. Illnesses by heredity are transferred through the seed. But you are not born of a corruptible seed. The seed of which you are born cannot be infected. There is no disease in the seed of God. There is no abnormality in the seed of God. You were born without defect. Being born again. Not of corruptible seed. A seed that does not decay. A seed that doesn't lose value. That's what you were born of. A seed that leaves. It abides forever. The consciousness of the God-life is the victory of the believer. The victory of the believer is not necessarily in quoting of scriptures. It's the consciousness of the God-life. You know about human consciousness. That's why you don't behave like an animal. If you were born in the jungle and you woke up around monkeys and gorillas and chimpanzees, you will act like them. You know why? Because you will think you were one of them. And you know you we're not much different from them. That's why some people think that we evolved from monkeys. I know some of you look like them. But we did not evolve from monkeys. Amen. Are we together? The point I'm making is that if a human was born among animals, until he realizes he's human, he will eat like a monkey. He will jump like a monkey. He will act like a monkey. Are you understanding me? That's how men with a divine life have acted like humans. Amen. Because they've not been taught. They've not been made to understand the consciousness that they're supposed to have. They're not made to understand who they are. Uh, In the first sentence I mentioned something about an identity crisis. It means that some people don't know who they are. That's why the teachings of who you are in Christ are very important. You read through Ephesians and Colossians. It talks about what we are in Him. And what we have through Him. Maybe you need to underline all the in Him and through Him scriptures. And when you sit down, it will strengthen that consciousness of who you are. you will know that you have been accepted in the beloved. You will know also that through Christ you can do all things. Hallelujah. If you sit down and underline all the scriptures that tell you who you are in Him and what you have through Him, you will be jumping every other day of your life. The book is not what you are in the flesh. No. Our boast is who we are in Christ. How do you know what consciousness a man carries? Hear him, listen to him. When he will beat his second and say, "I'm from Niger Delta," you know that's the consciousness he carries. When he say, "Ah, I'm of the Emirates," you know that that's the consciousness he carries. He said, I'm a son of the soil. No, we're not sons of any soil. We're sons of the Spirit. We've been raised. We're seated. In heavenly places. We're not sons of the soil. In Christ Jesus. My life is hid with Christ. Christ in God. The life that I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God who gave himself for me. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I. Hallelujah. This consciousness changes everything. You cannot have divine expression if you don't carry divine consciousness. Ordinary things will happen to you. Until you have accepted the extraordinary thoughts of God's word in your heart. God's thoughts are not natural thoughts. His ways are not natural ways. Why? Because the Bible says the higher way. You've been called to a higher life. Amen. There are different dimensions of life. Different levels of life. We know about the life of microorganisms. We have to know about plant life. We know about animal life. Perhaps we also studied human life. That's what biology is. is a study of various life forms. But there is a place they have never studied. Many have never studied the God life. Many have never sat down to explore what this God life is all about. What it can accomplish. What it can do. Paul understood certain things about the God life. When he made that statement in Romans 8, 11 If the Spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, that Spirit will quicken, King James said, your mortal body. He was talking about the manifestation of that God life. He was not just talking about something he had practiced and manifested divinity. Paul was mobbed. They beat him. And when they checked, they concluded he was dead. But he has a restart inside him. He, are you understanding me? The God-like makes him, permit me to use the language, unkillable. Amen. They thought he was dead. But he believed that if the spirit of him that raised Jesus from death dwelt in me, he will quicken again. Hallelujah. So he was quickened. They thought he was dead. But he was alive. That manifestation of divinity. We saw Paul again manifesting divinity. He was at the island of Patmos. Sorry, island of, um, uh, the island of uh, Malta. And while he was there, the scripture tells us that they were around the fire. He picked up a piece of wood and a venomous beast, as King James would say, he believed was a viper, beat him. Paul was not alarmed. He did not say, as he was in a... He was not alone, he shook the beast into the fire and continued doing what he was doing. All the people around were expecting him to die, they were counting minutes, and what happened? He didn't die. That was the manifestation of divinity, are we together? Listen to me, you have that same life in you. Acts twenty five, it says, and he took up the beast into the fire and felt no harm. Do you know that Jesus gave us some info into the God life? When he said, They shall take up serpents. And it shall hurt them. If they take any deadly sin, it will also hurt them. Why? Because of the kind of life they have. Say, I have the life of God. It's my responsibility to manifest that life. Glory to God. Let me explain something to you. Do you know why many people around some believers never receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior? Because they never see Jesus. There's nobody that will see Jesus and not ask questions. Manifesting divinity is showing your world Jesus. That's what it is. Manifesting divinity means that you're showing your world Jesus. You are showing your neighbor Jesus. You're showing your relative Jesus. This Jesus through you. I go back to that song. It says, Let the world see heaven in your eyes. Show them love, they can't
0: deny. Let the world see heaven in your eyes. Heaven
1: in your eyes. How many of you know that song? All right. Let the
0: world see heaven in your eyes. Show them, Lord. They can't deny. Let the world see heaven in your eyes heaven in your
1: eyes Hallelujah when people come in contact with you don't show them hell because you don't have any hell show them heaven stop threatening to show people hell you don't have any hell, show them what you have, hell How many of you want to manifest divinity every day? Amen. It's possible. People come around you, and they've met Jesus. Hallelujah!
0: (laughs) There was um,
1: a carved image of Jesus in a particular country, in a city, and the artist that did it, had the picture of Je- the image of Jesus but the image, did don't have hands, so everybody was like, this looks sacrilegious, how will you have the image of Jesus without hands? And he actually said, no, 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 you don't understand, you are the hand of Jesus. He said, without you and I, Jesus cannot touch the world. When you understand that you are the hands of Jesus, the way you function will be different. You will see that your business is a hand to touch the world. You will see that your office, your career, your school, your neighborhood is a platform to touch the world. The responsibility of preaching the gospel is not for angels. It's not for pastors. It's not for evangelists. It's for believers. Amen. Did you hear me? Let me say it again so you understand that.
0: Some say, I'm not sure what I'm saying. Say it again. The
1: responsibility of preaching the gospel Around the world. It's not for the apostles. It's not for the prophet. It's not for the evangelist. It's not for the pastor. It's not even for the teacher. It is for the believer. Amen. What is the apostle's job? What is the apostle and prophet, evangelist, pastor and teacher's job? To equip the believer. preach the gospel. Amen. Are you listening to me? That's his job. Ephesians 4, 11, 12, 13. The work of the ministry is the believer's work. (laughs) The job of the pastor is to Build the believer to do the work of the ministry. Are you with me? Do you understand it now? That is a misconception. That's why we are in that sense, all of us are ministered in that sense. We are ambassadors for Christ in that sense. Hallelujah. I want to ask you, how many people around you are seeing Jesus? Hearing Jesus. Seeing Jesus. I've heard stories of some men that anytime they show up, there is evil and death around them. Your life looks the direct opposite of that. Anytime you stop, there is life
0: and healing with you.
1: In your family, your immediate family, let's not even go far. Your immediate family. Oh, I love it when you have believers that their family members look up to them for spiritual support. It means that Jesus is showing up through them. In your family, are you the one that will say, oh, um, um, please, pray for us. Pray for me. Are you the one they always call to pray? Or you are the one that's praying for? Hello? You're quiet now. Are you the one they call to pray? Or you're the one they are praying for? If you're born again, you should be the one that calling to pray. Not the one that are praying for. I've said the story several times. How in my teenage years, I had to change the perception. Among our friends, we have a little gathering, maybe someone is celebrating a birthday, someone is doing something. They say, oh, come, come, come. Just keep us happy until we start the event. In those years, stand-up Comedy was not yet known. You know? They say, just keep us until um, we are ready to start. Yeah, the first few times I didn't have a problem with it. You just come up, say a few you things, we will be happy, and all that, and all that. Then one day you are called to me. Why don't they call me to pray? Then after that I said, let's go super and pray for us. Why do they call me to joke? And they don't call me to pray. So I said, no, no, no. I should be called to pray, not called to joke. And my communication. What do they call you for? Amen. I'm not talking about being someone that knows how to cry with people. Just as they are supporting us if they're supporting and looking at, can I come and cry with you? Yes, come. I know what you're thinking. Say the Bible says weep with those who weep. That's not how it means it. Weep with those who weep. You are weeping in intercession for them to stop weeping. Are you understanding me? Say I have the life of God. Say again, I have the life of God. Who is benefiting from that life you have? There's something about God's life. Jesus spoke so much about our life. The Bible talks about, he said, We know that we have passed from death to life because we love the brethren. Amen. What he's saying is that When a man is consumed with that life, he walks in love. You know what it means to walk in love? Walking in love is not smiling at everybody. That's not what walking in love is. Walking in love is that you are selfless and you are self-sacrificing for Christ's sake. Amen. Do you know why some people can never be early in church? Because they have to roast them. Say, no, I don't go with my breakfast. or so nothing will worry my breakfast. don't you know, so nah. worry my breakfast. Uh, no, that thing they used to do go in the morning. Uh, no. It's you you're thinking about. For us to have Service. People make sacrifices. Physically. Mentally. Financially. Are you understanding me? Yeah. Jesus made a sacrifice. We are not sacrificing so that we'll be accepted of God. No. It is because of how we value the sacrifice of Jesus that we are willing, amen, to make sacrifices for the whole world to benefit from the sacrifice of Jesus. The Bible says, 2 Corinthians 5.14, the love of Christ constrains us. That means because of his love, we can't stop. Amen. we can't just sit down and allow people just go wrong and allow the world go that way the love of god is what makes you care i don't care is a life not functioning in love amen it is not my business. It's a life not working in love. When the love of God overwhelms you, God's business is your business. You hear something happen to a man of God in the body of Christ. You don't laugh. <laughs> I
0: said it. I said it. I said it. Woo. Wow.
1: Woo. I see the goal of God. No. 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 Something happens. You fall down and you pray. Amen. You hear something happen to another believer. You say, you see? No. You know that you are part of a body. Does somebody, if something falls on your leg, does your hand laugh at the leg? Is it, good for you, good for you. Is the pain not for the whole body? I'm asking you a question. If your finger gets into the fire, does your head say good for your good for the hand, good for the hand? Thank God it's not me touched. Because you've no understood the body. Anything that touches any part of the body has affected you. Is that not Oh, when they say, "Oh, the guy, um, the guy had an accident. Oh, the guy, um, something happened to him." Then you ask, "What part of his body?" You don't talk as if the body, his hand is not part of his body. Are you with me? Let me say something to you. If the devil does something to a brother or a sister, he's likely coming for you too. Anytime Satan, that's why the Bible says, whom resist steadfast in faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished by your brethren in the world. First Peter was saying. He what he's saying is that if the devil succeeds in doing this to a brother, he begins to see possibilities. Maybe I see tries to this other person. I try to this other person. That's why one person's victory is everybody's victory. Are you understanding me? Mean? One person's pain is everybody's pain. Are you listening to me? So stop that. I don't care as it is. Say with me, the love of Christ. Constrains me. Say it again, the love of Christ. Constrains me. I like to read this in... um, Do you have... You, you have H-C-S-B? Yes. Holman Christian standard Bible. He says, For Christ's love compels. People say compels us. He says, Since you have reached this conclusion, If one dies for all, then all dies. So, now, I love the word compel. What's moving you? What makes you wake up in the morning and you want to go to church? See, let me explain something There you. There are different levels of spiritual growth. There are still some people that are after the gift and not the giver. Are you understanding me? That means their eyes are on the hand of God, not on His face. Amen. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Their focus is on what He gives, not who is he? That's the level of understanding. So, someone said, I'm going to church today. I have a problem. Pastor will solve it. They are going to pray for me today. You know, there are people that are prayer collectors. So, they have a bag. Say, man, of you put your own prayer here. They meet another prophet, put your prayer here. Have I collected your prayer? <laughs> I've not collected your prayer. Trust me, trust me, trust me, put your prayer here. They have many prayers they have collected. And they are still collecting prayers. Amen. The Bible says, in all that getting, get knowledge, get understanding. What a man of God owes you is knowledge and understanding. He said, I will give you pastors that will feed you with knowledge and
0: understanding,
1: not collecting prayer. So one has touched your head, one has touched your stomach, you understand? You have collected so many prayers, and you even came today to collect more. Do you know that in a service, if you just teach God's word and didn't pray, some people think. He saying, it was not a miracle study, it was just a teaching study. Because you don't understand. You don't understand. There are some of you, here, that have not been sick as you used to be. You know why? Because you're always hearing God's word. Hallelujah. You didn't understand that that was a miracle. Hallelujah. So, you have to shift the thinking from being a prayer collector. There's somebody that will come for a service. Then they go to another service. Then they go to another service. Then they go to another service. You'll be more confused in life. It would be better that you were even a pagan. I'm telling you. Somebody understand something. Let me explain something to you. You know, eh? In preaching the gospel, there are the certain things the minister will tell you. It's easier to get someone. Let me start with receiving the Holy Spirit. Let me start with receiving the Holy Spirit. For several years, I have prayed for many people, thousands, tens of thousands of people to receive the Holy Spirit. I found out something. If someone had never heard about God. You say, is that something like that? Okay, let me put it this way. If somebody has never really understood the gospel. he don't really know what salvation means. We we're, we're in London, we met people that didn't know what we're talking about. If you mention a Bible character, you have to explain because they don't know that. It says something. They don't know what something is. There is um what country are they from now? Ukrainians, yeah. Eastern Europe. So, you know, we met some guys in the explanation of they don't really know what the Bible really is. They don't know what the pastor is. They know what the priest is. Are you understanding me? Now, when you meet people like that, do you know it's easier for them to receive the Holy Spirit? <laughs> you're quiet now. Very easy for them to receive the Holy Spirit. He just said, after salvation, you, what you receive is that you say, I know, I know, I know, and something has happened to me. Then you say, oh, now the next thing you need is to receive the Holy Spirit. He says, what's that? He says, okay, the Holy Spirit says, so, 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 you read the scripture to them and say, I'm going to pray for you now. You lay out on them. They start praying in tongues. You didn't tell them about tongues. Asked, what I'm doing, is it right? Is it right? They're asking you. He says, go ahead, go ahead. They follow the flow. Then you meet somebody that was in the grand first assembly of the living word of God ministries international. Then he left and went into the the covenant of the deep mysteries of heaven international church. After which, he spent some 8 other years in the apostolic foundation of the Father's ministry. Then, he now came to realize us. You now the Holy Spirit. He say, hey, don't look at you. You are not talking to, as you are talking. There are 1,000 voices in his head that are telling him, don't listen to this person." no. He was not with us in Apostolic Founding, Father's Foundation, no. He was not with us in Covenant Assembly of the... You understand So, you have to start teaching with the hammer of the word. Is my word, not like a hammer. To break every... Mindset in pieces. So you come again, you come for another service, you crack it. Come for another service, you crack it. On it's the cracked. Then you receive the Holy Are you understanding it? So if you are here, you jump from one place to the other, jump from one place to the other. Is um there's a song I I will not tell you sang because you know this person that you the song is your business. Waala wallah you find Wahala, I'll go get you. It's trouble for those of you watching. Wahala is trouble, Nigerian
0: parlance for trouble, trouble, trouble. Amen. So
1: stop collecting prayer. Sit down and understand the word of God. You listen. Amen. You know, I know, I know, but I do have so many problems. You pour me around so many now. I cannot concentrate to hear the word of God. Concentrate to. (laughs) Concentrate, amen. You can concentrate if you choose to. You know why you're not even concentrated? You've not understood, you've not accepted that this word can help you. You know, when they take children to the hospital and they want to administer injections, the most convincing thing for the child is to tell him that this thing will help him, I start very it. Was Say, no, 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 you'll you be well after you give the injection you'll be well. So some of them will endure because you told them they'll be well. They, they're not happy that they're sick. Are you understanding me? Okay? That means, for them to accept, even when they know it's going to be painful, is that they have believed that it will help them. So you're giving yourself a bitter um, um, syrup, you know, and then you say, no, 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 take it, take it. Oh, it's bitter. It's, when you take it, you'll be well. So he's willing to go through the temporary... Discomfort, so that you'll do well later. That's the same attitude. If you're here, you have so many troubles. So many troubles. What I'm sharing with you will help you. Be patient and receive it. And run with it. There are some challenges that you have that might not leave at the snap of the finger. You know why? Because they are mindset issues. You didn't hear me? There are some problems people have that can leave at the snap of the finger. There are some challenges people have. It doesn't leave at the snap of the finger. It will abate over time. Are you understanding me? As you keep hearing God's word, and you keep hearing God's word, you keep getting better, it keeps improving, improving until it's clear. Am I communicating? And sometimes we don't know that. There are people that come to a meeting and they heard God's word and they started recovering. But they didn't stay. They jumped to another place. Then the sickness continues. Are you understanding? It might not be a sickness, it could be a mindset, it could be a a, a family problem, whatever. There are some family issues people (laughs) have. If you know the power of your mind, if you understand the power of the mind, you know, you will, I'm not talking down on the fact that Satan is doing a lot of work, but you will understand that Satan is not as powerful as you think. Amen. Because some of you, you generate your problems. You are so strange in setting the environment for Satan to function. So, here you are, sitting down in the service and you are just thinking. Then you say, Amen, a word comes. um, um, The bill will be paid in the name of Jesus. Amen. Then I say, How? They have already paid me my salary in July. Out of the salary, I paid the debt. I'm still owing more than my salary August, September. I'm still owing. Even if I pay, I'm still going to be owing. How is my debt paid? I'm sure when I go to the office now, he receives my phone. I'm sure the landlord may even lock the gate. As we are getting short, the landlord is asking for where he is. The remote control is in your head. Amen. Then you go home and everything. You say, you see, I said it. You see, I said it. Of course you said it. But you keep saying it. (laughs) So I said, my own, my things, they're the way my own things are. You will see now, they will give everybody. They will not give me. What? I call that demonstrations of the flesh. And of the carnal mind. You know, we have demonstrations of the spirit. Where a man of God will come and say, Now, God is here. What? That's how you are doing it. Still, still, my life has been. What? <laughs> demonstrations of the flesh. And of the carnal mind. And, you know, you can keep doing it and get very cool in it. And it works prophetically. It's (laughs) Anthony. The great man of God's name, he had a story, he told, about a woman that came out in one of his meetings. And she said, Sir, I want you to pray for my son. He he doesn't go to church. He's on drugs. He's partying every day. Um... He's just running wild. Just pray for him. Pray, just pray for him. I know that even this night, he will not be around. Just pray for him. And Ken Hagen said, I'm not going to pray for him. So, she was shocked. She said, why would you pray for him? She said, because there's no need to pray for him. What she just said now, if you don't keep saying this, then there's no need to pray for him. So, she got the point. She said, listen, you cannot keep saying, he's going to do this, he's going to do that. That's what you're saying. You're speaking into his life. If I'm going to pray for him, you're going to be talking in that direction of what he expect, not what you are seeing. So, he said to her, when you go back home, don't start shouting, why didn't you come to church? Well, you follow me to church, don't say anything. Keep saying the right thing about him. So she got home that day, and the next day she was going to church, she fixed the meal for him, he came back late as usual, uh, how was it, all the of your face. this, that, 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 She stopped barging, talking, speaking every day over his life, negative things. She said, declaring, God is at work in him, and all those kind of things. One day, she was preparing to go to church. She said, I want to follow you to church today. Are you sure? You just came back from club. Are you not tired? He said, No, 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 I will come. And he followed her to church. Are you understanding me? She found out that she has been the one that kept him in bondage. That's some wife, you are the one that kept your husband in bondage. Down one, down <laughs> Leave that man, talk about another thing. Leave that man, talk about another thing. Talk about after now I go to this. The man was not even thinking it was to confess it, the see, just entered yeah. in. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Amen. Glorious. Are you understanding me? That was not even understanding. So you have children like that, it's the same thing. Say, I know, but this my child, that one, if you look at his face, you know that. <laughs> no. No. Glorious things are spoken of you. O oh, city of God, Hallelujah! Are we together?
0: Glorious things, glorious things.
1: So I don't here because I was talking about those of you that prayer collectors. Amen. That your mindset. There are some challenges you have that you need to sit in thought. One month, not miss any service. Thursday service, Sunday service, first service, first service, first service, first service. Without any prayer, your problem will be gone. I'm telling you, there are cases that brought to us that we didn't have to pray about. I said, "Okay, just do like this." And some people don't understand that. I remember I've told the story before. I end here about the the lady that they brought to me and uh, she had some problems. We were at our former venue at that time. And we were doing some work in church. So just... It was not a steady day, we were just walking around the uh, stage. Um, and then someone walked in. The person that came in church was someone I knew in church. Then he came with the lady. So he came and whispered to me, "Oh, this uh, this lady has social problems. She wanted blah 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 blah. We prayed for her and all that, and all that, and all." that. So I was still standing. She was like, "Is that the pastor?" Say yes. So that was first disappointment. You know, is that the pastor? yeah. I don't know what she thought. You know, I so said okay, yeah. I'll start your little thing. So, and then when she walked up to me and telling me all the problems. She spent quite not a whole of who to make you have the full picture, you understand that? The full picture. And there's nothing wrong sometimes, you know, okay? So, they explain this high started Chapter 1. They say, I forgot the preface. They go back again. Amen. <laughs> then they enter. It all began on one Sunday morning. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, man, I've entered story today. <laughs> Alright, then I'll start. And paint the picture. Clearly, clearly, clearly. There are places where they will spread because they're going to come back to it You know. And then she goes over the story, explains many things to me. While she was talking, the Holy Ghost told me the problem is solved she should go. I would have stopped her long time ago because I already had her answer. But I saw that she was also getting relief by talking. You know that feel like that. You would not allow talk. Allow me talk. Allow me talk. So <laughs> she was getting relief by talking, so I allowed her to talk. So if you are listening for another thing, you are analyzing how fast function. So she, I allowed her talk and she was talking and she finished. So I said, Go. Everything is fine. I could imagine the disappointment again. She was like, Eh? I said, I added in Jesus name? Go in Jesus name. <laughs> the Lord didn't tell me to say in Jesus name, He just said to tell her to go there every time. I said go in Jesus name, everything is okay. In Jesus name me that added it. So, she called the guy that came with her. These how she was like,
0: is he joking? <laughs>
1: So I said, madam, is it prayer you want or a miracle? Amen. You want prayer or you want some people want prayer? So give me prayer. Can I just have food for prayer? They are addicted to prayer. As I said, go. What I'm trying to explain to you. Is that you cannot dictate to God how he thought out a situation. Amen. Are we together? Alright? But one thing I know, anybody that sits under God's word never loses. Did you do hear me? You will never lose. You will never lose. I don't know what challenge you came with today. I don't know what's troubling your heart. I don't know what confusion you are in. I don't know where you are coming from, how it has been. But the Word of God never fails. It never fails. What happens is that people jump out of the therapy of God's Word. You know, you could be doing therapy. So maybe you have some, uh, maybe say chemotherapy or whatever therapy. You have some, they say, they put you through a process. If you jump out of the process, you stop. The healing. Are you understanding me? So, what I know that happens to people is that they jump out of the therapy, the word therapy going on. Tap your neighbor for me. I say, don't jump out.
0: Stay with the word. Stay in faith. Glory to God. All right. Just stay. Come again,
1: and come again, and come again. You will observe over time that you are lighter than you used to be. There are some folks who have told them, ah, I just thought you have been happy, what's been going on? And they didn't even know they were not happy. Amen. <laughs> hey, you see, you mean it? Yeah. You know how sometimes you add with you don't know if you've added it. You know, I used to teach my wife then. Or oh, they are like, yes sometime some time ago, I found the right and then, it was looking different. So, the joke is that, he was say, the set is shrinking. Rather than saying, you are adding
0: weight.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know, the set is shrinking. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> but you don't even know. They start thinking, how, how, when, what, you know, we just finished fasting. You understand that? Whap, whap, And say, oh, okay, 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 okay. That's how God's work can be affecting you. And you are changing, but you've not known yet. Amen. Changes are already taking place, but you've not recognized them yet. Hallelujah. I just want to share one more testimony with you. A man walked up to John eight years ago. He came with his crosses. And walked into John Gillett's office with his crosses, you know. He couldn't move without them. And so John Gillett started talking to him. She and God were the same. And held his hand. Alright. And talked and talked. The man was so impressed with what John Gillett was saying that he didn't know when John Gillett took the crosses away from him. And walked away from him. He was standing. He didn't know he was standing. So. After he had talked for a while, John Gilead said, You can come now. That's when he realized that he was already crushing. Ah, ah. <laughs> what did John Gillespie do? He made him focus on God's work. Some of you are too focused on the problem. No, I cannot walk, oh, I cannot walk. He, no, I cannot do it, I cannot do it. When you focus on God's work, amen, he take your eyes off. Are you understanding me? He didn't even know it was you. Because he didn't feel anything. He was just saying God toward the scene, just talking to him, talking to him. He took the crosses from him. He held his hand. After a while he put it aside. He was still talking, you know, the spring come to the man. He left the man's hand. The man was not standing <laughs> and he didn't know he was you. That's how you will find out later money has come. Your financial circumstances have changed. Your family has been affected. You discover that everything around you has turned around. Hallelujah. Someone shout aloud, Amen. Rise right on your feet everywhere and thank him for today, giving praise.
0: You are welcome to Face to Face Broadcast and George dynamic Teaching Ministry of Pastor City Peters, the President of the Nations Assembly Incorporated. This message will take you from where you are to where you are to be. Hello, the